0: This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to DCM.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpharitis Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David, DCM Creative Director, writer, and I'm joined <coughs> as always by my to be in there. Hello. Adjusting his microphone at the worst possible time. T- yep. What a stunning twist that no one saw coming. And this week, Ben, speaking of shocks, twists, sadness, and jokes, we are talking about the storytelling of season four of BoJack Horseman.
1: It's so painful.
0: I gotta say, and I... I, I'm very tired So that's the first thing So okay. there, there will be Get that, that off there, get will, that st- yeah, there will be that stuttering I will yeah. have like There's like I, This is new for me There's mental <laughs> lag My my brain My mouth is working normally My brain is not keeping up So, you, um, so every now and then so You're just be like, like <laughs> Sort of a buffering sound And it'll be me going like <laughs> When I'm trying to say something <laughs> That exact And I've left my f- phone With my notes Right there So I'm going to get that Really quickly
1: While David goes And gets his notes I'm going to talk about My experiences with this show I um did you love it I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's obvious about yeah. Jack yeah. like I like Bojack, um, I think it's this i've I've like in terms of where I rank the season, I think at this stage, I'm kind of beyond ranking seasons, I think last last season, so like last year or some shit, I guess, yeah, yeah. um yep. we we talked about like where we put season three in relation to the others, and I think season three was like what we put it like second, yeah behind season one Um, this one i don't i don't really want to rank it you
0: can no longer put this you can no longer put it on the continuum because it is no longer about whether or not it's like good it's about the fact that it's telling yeah it's 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 so hard to explain because this is a piece of tv that that it's gonna sound wanky but it kind of transcends the requirements of a tv season right yeah like it's it's far enough in that you no longer are required to be like well it was better than the last one like it's just different
1: it's almost Going from where it started off as a very sort of serialized um, show, it's almost becoming more episodic, where you know episodes have their own themes and they're fairly self-contained. And even though you have some overarching plot lines, um, there aren't many in this in this season. There's really like two. And a Uh, half.
0: There's two and a half, and then there's one that. There's
1: one that. There's like some plot lines that stop halfway through. um, So I guess
0: before we get too deep into it, uh, as always, if the name of the thing is in the title of the show, spoilers. Spoilers. I've got a rant burning inside me today. I don't know what about, but it's going to come out at some point. Early or later? Well, I mean, I can do it now if you want because I'm ready. Yeah, I just, like it, just but but I, I, I think it might be served. Let's later. preface this with the fact well, that well, like, it, it may be better well served later in the episode once okay. I've got my energy
1: up a little. Alright, we'll do it later then. Um, but I guess the the, easy. F-
0: the first thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I don't know why I fucking vamped us. I wasn't going to do it. Um, uh, fucking stick around for that, I guess. What am I fucking hooking you into? It's podcasts? You, isn't, isn't Who's that? Okay. Isn't a retention metric. What am I fucking retention talking about? Metric. Um, I guess if we're in YouTube. Stick around for that. Listen um, minutes. God, I'm losing my fucking mind. Okay. First thing, no, that'll come in the rant. Okay, so there was some stuff I want to talk about. Mr. Mr. Peanut Butter Festival. Okay, because Mr. Peanut Butter has like a dumb arc at the start, and and, and the the one of the comments uh, someone e- emailed me about was like, oh, you know, I really like the season, but I thought that the stuff with Mr. Peanut Butter was, mayor was like kind of weird and esoteric, necessary, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> fucking doesn't matter. Um, they were like, I didn't really get the point of it, and then um, I was sort of thinking about it, chewing on it, and the point of it is that by the time you get to the the last episode all of diane's frustrations are your own about him like you get to see the complications of living with someone like that but it's very much like it's like you get laser focused snippets of that within self-contained plot lines you know the um he he starts running without really telling her she thinks he's joking and then he's not and then he does it and then the fracking fracking, and then like all of these discrete things and then you get the you know when that when they're underground and it's because of the fracking and all of those sequences build up there's no like payoff for them and then the last episode, you think, oh, they're gonna, like, have, like, a happily ever after. They're the only people that get, like, a happy ending. And then they, they... get home, and he fucking... They, they they pull a 180 on you. And Mr. Butter does what he always does, and he ruins it. Because he doesn't the, uh... really... You know, he doesn't...
1: Yeah, the bell room. Which yeah. I was just like... I was... I was like...
0: God. I I damn it. I was why? I was as upset as Diane. Yeah. And here's here's what it is. And this, this was kind of my take on Mr. Peanut of this season is and the, the, you know, they they wanted to portray him because he's always been this character that's a little bit free of like the programming that everyone else suffers.
1: Yeah, the like, as stress. people. He doesn't yeah. really
0: have that, right? Like he's wealthy, um he doesn't really have the drive to be successful or wealthy because he kind of already he is. He kind of just
1: mopes through. It's, yes. Not so, mopes. So he he he's just like, kind of bounces through life.
0: Yeah, he's like deliberately unaware of stuff because we know that he switched on but he's like deliberately unaware yeah and i I think it speaks to like this um assumption of fragility of like you know the modern psyche where you're like i'm attached to my smartphone and success and i gotta grind and gotta gotta always be on the grind and hustle to make my way in the world and mr
1: peanut butter is just this character who doesn't try at all he doesn't try but he still succeeds i think mr peanut butter is a is a better character in a post season three world where season one and or is it post season two? The one where, like, you realize that he's not—he's not an idiot. He's actually a hundred percent. He knows what's It's—it's the—it's it's the—the episode in the previous season where he has a confrontation with BoJack on his game show. Um, yeah, where Bo—where he's just like, "Of course, I know you were in love with my wife. Like, I'm not an, he's idiot. an idiot." And you're like, oh, okay, you're, "Okay, okay, which, okay." Cool. Which—which
0: I think that does.
1: I, uh, I think post that. It gives, yeah. it gives his character a lot of uh, leeway Where and he's also, not just It's not just another season of him being a dumbass There's
0: depth there And it also speaks to the depth of his stupidity When he does make that error again Like you know how switched on he is And every goddamn time Their relationship keep, gets better He yeah. makes the same kinds of mistakes Because it doesn't matter how free you are From like the societal programming with which you, know, you live in You're still a person So you're still going to be bad at stuff Because pe- yeah. the, the underlying message of the show Is that you can't escape the kind of person that you are no matter how hard you try like well, i think no- it, i think
1: it bounces off both him and diane because you know he's the kind of he's the kind of person that you know given the opportunity to like make someone's dream a reality he absolutely he does like he, he goes and does it whereas diane's of the the sort who you know dreams should be kept at. Yeah, she understands
0: length. the complexity of like yeah. getting what you what What's the expression? It's like, when you get what you want, then, like, where do you go from that? Whatever that saying is about, you know. Yeah. When you reach that goal. And that's the biggest problem, I think, with the way that we set goals in, like, modern society, right? You're like, I've got to get, you know, to the next job. And then you get to, it. Then get you're to then get to the next job. Instead yeah. of, like, appreciating what you have. And there's no characters in this that are very good at that. Because they're all, like, people. Ironically. Even though the all- only
1: characters that are like that are, like the side characters who come in for half a season and then leave and you're like no come back you're the only same one
0: and but then it's like but you know the trouble with that is you can't associate with them because not many people are like that you know i think i think in this season todd in particular like they did this really interesting thing with him where a lot of his stuff is very silly but the subtext of it is like really complicated Mm. and like kind of
1: crunchy and messy i liked his arc the most just because at the end of season three i was like I was like, is Todd asexual? Like, is that where they're going? And then they just do it. And you're like, oh, c- cool. They're not beating around the bush. They just come out and they say it. They do it and then
0: they maturely deal with it.
1: Yeah, they just come out and say it. You're like, cool. And then he, he meets the, what, the f- Mexican fighting fish? I want
0: to say she's a fighting fish. Yeah. She is
1: a fight. yeah, she's a fighting fish. Yeah. Um, and and she's asexual and, they, and it's, you're like... Cool. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Like it's cool just like it's, it, yeah, it's. It's all right. It's and you good. know
0: he, he goes to he goes to the uh <laughs> even, ace, so the, the ace meetups and they're just like normal people. They and, like, they're
1: just like normal people and they <laughs> they manage to like. I was expecting one of the characters when they when when Todd was just like, well, how can you guys be in a relationship? I was expecting them to just like stare at the camera. <laughs> oh just, my like, god! Tell, Silence. Just tell the audience. No, just like tell the audience. Like, well. Don't yeah, you that's know that's people, that's asexual yeah, yeah. people yeah, yeah. being in feel a yeah. It was such, yeah. like because, especially someone who's just like who knows that kind of stuff. Mm. It's like it's not it's not pandering because you're like okay, what they're saying isn't like partic- It's not like obnoxious, but like to someone who doesn't know like what asexual is, it's nice that it's there. And I think you know they're like, well, what you, why are those two dating if they're I mean, asexual? And it's like, <sighs> well, audience member that probably it's, exists. It's how
0: you do representation well. Right, like, because it it adds to the plot, it makes sense for the story, it makes sense for the characters, and they didn't, they weren't trying to be like, here's representation, they were like, well, obviously, like, you know, when when you've written Todd for long enough, you're like, obviously he's asexual.
1: Oh, yeah, it's super obvious, like, going back, like, all, like, all of the previous stuff, really, it builds into it, it's not just, Todd is asexual now, it's, no, he's, he's realised He's he's, he's
0: self-actualized And he's activated On that thing That he always was But didn't know Yeah And that's such a Like his arc isn't They're not trying to be like Here's an impressive story arc They were just like This can sometimes happen And it's fine And like it's not Like Todd isn't suddenly happy No But he's just different And he's realized Something about himself And that's something That I think this season Does really well Is when a character I mean Bojack's uh, Horseman has always done This well as a show Which is When a character Gets what they want What they have Is the thing They don't like It doesn't like there's, there's, there's no magic switch that's flipped and i think one of the one of the reasons for that and one of the key messages of this season that i kept coming back to when i was making my notes is this idea of like uh trauma that's passed down, right? So you yeah. you, you have this mechanic uh, and this mechanism in life, and, and the show does a really good job of um, exemplifying this with the uh, Beatrice episode, where there is this thing about people where you inherit your you, you kind of inherit your par- is it inherit inherit you inherit your parents' trauma, but you don't have like the toolset necessary to process it,
1: right? <laughs> You inherit something trauma. And then it's inherent In your character Yeah boy That's a tongue twister
0: <laughs> But like you know what I mean So, so I, 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 I what, what, what I'm trying to say Is that uh, The show does this thing Where it says well, well you know Beatrice is like this And you think Wow she's like No wonder Bojack's <laughs> like that Right yeah. And then you suddenly find out Why she's like that And she's you go like that. Well, no like, wonder, well, no she's, wonder, wonder like she's like that And then what you realize Is that it's not the people It's not the parents That are the problem It's that people aren't good At processing That, in, that inherited That uh, trauma is the best word for it but that inherited damage that people have and the show does this heartbreaking thing where it says here's a character Bojack Horseman who isn't good he doesn't like other people he's you know he's he's an alcoholic he he, he basically numbs himself because he's unable to fit in the system properly because the system served him too well because when he was young he couldn't deal with certain things and now he's successful and unhappy and then you go and this is the reason is because his mother is like this yeah the mechanic of going, instead of what they normally would do in a fucking TV show, where they go, and his mother was hit as a child, like, that's, like, the... Or, like, she was abused. Like, there's often, like, an easy explanation for why she was mean, right? Or her husband died and blah, blah, blah. But this was, like, (laughs) a complex rendering of this is how trauma starts and living with this inherited trauma is like living in a world on fire. And they literally do that metaphor. And it's so poignant and clever that when you get to the point where you suddenly realize that uh, Hollyhock is... Bojack's sister, you you suddenly realize that to Beatrice, all of that is white noise that she refuses to accept because yeah. you well, can't see beyond well you're yeah, well, yeah. But but you, you you can't see beyond like the, the when the when the world's on fire, you can't see outside of that. Like that's yeah. that's your entire lens. And then you have that heartbreaking like I I I was so upset that I had to I didn't I like pause my Netflix so I didn't watch the next episode for, like ten minutes where right. the end of Beatrice's episode where you back in the thing with BoJack yeah and then he talks to her about being on the porch at the house with her family the fireflies and I was like <laughs> like I cried like uh, I, I just it 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 it, it's it just broke down a a part inside of me <laughs> I didn't know existed and I was so. That like, because I identify with BoJack pretty heavily, and like that for me, I was like, st- like I, I couldn't I, I, I couldn't do anything with it, and I think that's something this show this season did very well, is it said he has all these concepts, Here's all of them in practice, and he's something we're trying to say about these characters. Yeah, enjoy trying to deal with it. And, I like, think
1: I think the, the if we're talking about like moments where we cried, the I I tweeted after I watched BoJack. Um after I finished it I tweeted five words in all caps. Um and that was the last line of the show where um Hollyhock says, you know, I have eight dads but I've never had a brother and you just oh, get that shot of BoJack that slight optimism and my brain was just like oh no. <laughs> right no yeah yeah I was like oh god like I just Well no part of me was like was cuz we we had that like the ending of season 3 was very much pointing bojack as just like he's gonna he's gonna have a father arc like you know mm-hmm. it's it's bojack as a father because it was leading up to that and then they had sort of the tease of hollyhock and we were, we were just like bojack as a father this is gonna be horrible yeah we um, were like that's bad and in it and it you we had the season of bojack as a father but it wasn't well, the arc. father figure it wasn't the main arc but yeah. it was him as it was sort of representing what he would be like as a as trying to be a father
0: right yeah which is and also, going through that
1: going through that family problems and you know going through the idea of like you know passing down from parents and i think for me it was like uh, it like when he when when she said i've never had a brother it was just this wave of like thoughts of just like i don't it was like weird optimism where i was just like i mean he ah, uh, i don't know what it is yeah, but like yeah. something about that line i was just like you know, not okay. not from the sense of like he's gonna fuck it up, but from the sense of just like oh here's, like, here's what it makes- is like exactly no, like here's
0: what it is that is the first time he's genuinely <laughs> been needed by someone else.
1: I, I think that's what it
0: is. Like I think that's what it is, right? Because like. When he's a father to her, she's got eight dads already. Which is, like, yeah. the writers being like, Kaha, oh, we're clever. Um, and, like, you know, uh, Princess Carolyn doesn't need Bojack. She just kind of uses him when she needs him. Like, yeah. Todd no longer needs Bojack. You know, uh, uh, Bojack fucked up the one person that did need him, which was the the deer in season two and, and three. And, like, yeah. you, you, you think about his life now and you go, well, there was, like, this one opportunity for him to be needed by this kid who's got eight dads, who's so not going to be a dad. But the minute it's, like, brother... That's like there's mm.
1: you, first time it ever. It changes in the, the show. game because that like, suddenly puts him in a situation where he, he might actually be able to pull it off because he doesn't. Because we've already seen he's a shit father. We've already seen he's a shit friend. He's a shit like he's a shit boyfriend. He's like, a shit simply, boyfriend. Yeah, he's, shit a boyfriend. A, yep. he's you know he's a shit this shit that. But like part of you is just like he's got to be a good brother, he's right? Brother. He's got to he's got to be good at that. But what,
0: and, 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 you know, they, they give you a snippet of that With the fruit cup thing And I was like, yeah, that is dumb Like Everyone's like, yeah, that, <laughs> you got it right, man But, like, you know, the, the, the truth of that And here comes the rant. It's It's been building and all it's right, ready here we it's, go. I feel Straffin. it in my fingers I feel it in my toes Christmas is all around me uh, That's a Love Actually <laughs> reference Um, Here's what I'll say this show kind of looks at Indirectly This idea of I mean the show's always Looked at society Through a fucking lens I don't think that's like A surprise no, to it's anyone Super obvious yeah. But something that I liked About this Is it took this myth of And I, this is why I associate with Bojack Very heavily Because we kind of Fall into the same category Of personality Where there is a level Of glibness And like uh, Dan Harmon talks about this Sometimes Where like If you're the kind of person that can talk your way out of anything, you rarely, like, have to deal with consequences. And Bojack doesn't necessarily talk his way out of stuff, but he just avoids
1: consequences. He just gets out of things, yeah. And
0: something that I think this show examines a little bit with him this season is, what's it like to to be on the receiving end of that in a non-dramatic way? Like... It's not that he misses, like, a birthday or, like, a wedding. It's, like, he just vanishes for a whole day and comes back drunk.
1: Yeah, that episode, episode six.
0: And you go, oh, that's what it would be like to actually, like, live with Bojack. And it makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. And, you know, there were touchstones for me in that episode where I'm like, yeah, I do that kind of behavior. Where I'm like, (sighs) I decide I'm not going to deal with it, so I avoid it, you know, with these mechanics. And something that I thought was kind of different about this season and why I don't think... It was funny, but it wasn't as funny. And it was... Sad, but it was different, sad, and that's because when you take these characters to their natural end point of their arcs in season three, what you find isn't like the dramatic conclusion you fucking wanted. Like, it wasn't like fireworks and like, oh my god, Bojack's a father season and it's bad. Three? Season three? Season three, and a season three. Um, where. Uh, so, last season. Yeah, and the, the last season. Um, you know, after that, you expect the arcs to then be like a redemption arc for Bojack, right? And, like, yeah. Princess Carol has a kid, and like all this stuff. Yeah. But none of it's dramatic, no. right? Like, everyone just kind of slips into. Their conclusions and it's just like it's so fucking refreshing. This is why I liked <laughs> Mad Men and this is why I like I, I, I like clever. I was TV gonna shows. say like
1: because I I, I I also like the fact that at the end of this season, everyone just kind of sat on a very mellow note. Like sure, like uh peanut butter and Diane got a bit of a bit of a low point, but like you know it's it's they they've needed it. Um, <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah, Princess Carolyn is in a kind of literally back to where she was at the start of. Season one, almost mm-hmm. literally, like straight back to the be- beginning. Um, Todd is somewhere; mm-hmm. we don't really. know. He's kind of he's again well, kind of mellow. Todd,
0: Todd's plateaued. Yeah, he's yeah. Meld. Todd's
1: plateaued, and BoJack has finally ended the season, not being fucking ruined for, for once.
0: Right, which is very it, it's, it's very v- much it's, like life, right? Like it, it's it's funny how like that. That ending, like, you know, normally when a season of BoJack ends... Oh,
1: you're, you're gutted. You, you, you're you, just you, ruined you, for a month.
0: You, uh, you you have to, like, you have to call work and say, I can't come in I tomorrow I have emotions. Like,
1: <laughs> Emotional distress. <laughs>
0: I can't do the podcast next week. I'm fucked up real I've bad. Been, I've
1: been emotionally, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: this one I felt like what happened was I came out of it and I went, I'm fucked up real bad, but not because... I'm really sad, though I was a bit sad. I was like, that was so good I was that like, I that can't was... do other media. I can't... Cons- I, I was like, I'm rewatching rewatching Mad Men, and I was like, I can't... Well, it's not going to be as good. Like, it's not going to be... I was like, I have, a, I have an episode of Rick and Morty to watch. I can't do that. It's not fucking BoJack Horseman. And I watched it, and it was f- amazing. But, like, that that to me, like, when I finished it, I was like, I don't want to play video games. I don't want to, like, listen wanna, to music. I want to
1: go write poetry yeah, for an hour. I
0: don't want to play Madden. I, I, I want to fucking I wanna, sit still I live for a bit. and think yeah. about my feelings and then tell people that I love them that's what I want to do after that and that is a crazy thing for a piece of television to be able to mm. do to you is to activate you to think about yourself what the fuck it's a cartoon horse what are you doing and that to me when people say oh I don't get Bojack I'm like good you shouldn't you should just watch it it will get you like it's a show that gets inside you, and <laughs> makes you. It's a really you, good tagline. Yeah, it, 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 you
1: don't you get don't it against you. To, if like, you don't it, get Bojack Horseman. Don't worry, it'll get you.
0: Fuck! Like I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm yelling, but like that to me, when when you talk about good television, you talk about good storytelling. The point isn't that you have Did like you hit your required fun. steps. I, mid, I, I got ten thousand. Yes, the point was <laughs> reflecting my fucking arm. Okay. <laughs> It's that rant when walking, David, you, David, David's arm just
1: beeped because he hit his 10,000 steps mid-rant.
0: We've, we've traveled since the beginning of the rant is what we've done. We've we've gone on a journey. But I guess what I'm saying is now I've got to find the thread again because it interrupted me <laughs> and now I'm just vamping because I don't know where I started but I've got like all this fuel inside me that's got to go somewhere. Uh. And I was saying about BoJack and TV and good TV. Yeah, so the thing that makes... The, it taps into the heart of really good storytelling which isn't that you had a fun narrative experience. What it taps into is the arcs that happened felt justified and you feel like you fucking like were there and you learned something about what it means to be human like ultimately it's it's wanky and it's, it's dumb by being
1: a cartoon it's it's about a cartoon horse, like a horse. <laughs> yeah it's a it's a cartoon horse well, the, 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 uh, a horse fucks a woman and puts a horse inside her i will say yeah i'm i'm glad they cleared up the, i was uh, waiting for i the, need to was, someone to tell you the inconsistency me. about how what happens it sounded with like it could be 50/50 yeah no they they implied that it's just it's, it's kind of like gender it's just like fifty fifty so yeah, yeah. They, met, they met it's just like oh, I'm so glad it's a horse you're like cool, cool. good to know um, Good to know that it's not just a weird conglomerate ooh, so, uh,
0: weird like thanks hey,
1: for clearing that up we'll talk about man thanks animal- for clearing that up in the episode that had a lot of a lot of boning in it.
0: We'll come back to Henrietta in a minute um uh <laughs> but b- 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 mm. speaking man animal hybrids uh a lot of people myself included made fun of George w. Bush for in his t- in one of his State of the Union addresses, warning against man-animal hybrids. Um, but I feel like he did in a State of the Union address. Like, he was a president, anyway. It's not important. Um, we yearn for those days. God, do we? Oh, do we? Now it's, like, the Nazis. <laughs> um, so, so Henrietta, I think, was an interesting choice stylistically, because that was in Beatrice's episode, where she's this kind of faceless...
1: Uh, I have a lot of uh, things to say thing. about the entire... So I I just want to get this out of the way, but it, it's kind of a non sequitur. But um, and you'll you'll pick this up later. But the the backstory episodes are so, are so similar to the interface series. <laughs> like you do not even know. I was watching it and I was I was like did they, like, there are there are some ties that are close. Check the to patreon.com. The,
0: yeah, patreon.com slash DCMworks. Hear us, um, hear us, hear us yeah, read that to understand if, what we're talking about. Um, if you uh, are a $3, <laughs> $3 plus less Patreon, it's quick more. Mid, $3 mid- more dipshit. Um... <laughs> three dollars or less that's the weirdest pay pay five bucks
1: you're out of here get Uh, out yeah
0: if if you guys uh (laughs) donate three dollars or more on our patreon each month you get access to our full rss feed and all
1: right um, we don't have to do the end now all right let's continue yeah uh and yeah, the whole another sort of uh aesthetic choice that they use that at first i was really on board but then i feel they fucked it up was um in episode 6, uh, You Piece of... I think it's called You Piece of Shit. mm mm-hmm. um, Where Bojack has those internal dilemmas and they're animated in that cartoon, weird yeah. cartoon style. I was really on board with that because I was like, that's a really cool representation of like Bojack beating himself up. But then they reused it as like a way to describe how he got the birth certificate of Hollyhock in yeah. the flashback. And I was like, guys... Come on, you like you you, 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 use the thing that was in specifically for Bojack's head. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I yeah. thought I thought it was cool. Um. Anyway, continue. Faceless void people. So here's what I they wrote. They were very weird.
0: Here's what distressed, probably incredibly sleep deprived me wrote when I when I was watching that. Right. Um. Henrietta is faceless because she's a representation of the of Beatrice. Oh, sorry, I had a... Henrietta's face was because she's a representation of the potential of Beatrice's life before she had Bojack and before Hollyhock was born, right? Like, there's this idea that things that you don't want to think about are ones that you kind of erase and, are, like, you don't... You kind of bury them in some way. And in, in that okay. case, it's, like, her face, right? Like, you don't want to see it. So they literally were like, how do you not see something? You get rid of the face. And I think what, it, what they were trying to do is they were trying to imply that, like, the, 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 this idea of uh, the potential outcomes of what you could have done versus what you did and when you make the wrong choice you have this weird bias where you're like well I just gotta erase the shit that makes my decision bad and I'm not gonna feel bad about it and you know Beatrice yeah. she's going through this, this, this dementia and, and, and this decay of, of the mind and the psyche and you see her playing it back and Henrietta is faceless and there's something to me that is like so sinister about that and like way too close to home with the way that we remember stuff that we did wrong that I'm like uncomfortable <clears throat> talking about it now. Cause I know that that's something that people do, right? Like you, you, you take the blunt edges off your memories because memory is, like, this, this fragile, like, malleable thing. You take the blunt edges off to make yourself feel better. And you, you realize the truth, which is that, you know, her, her husband and her probably should have never been together. And then, you know, he took this job that he didn't want and that pushed him into this relationship. But whose fault was it? And, like, it's all messy and gross and weird. And then the ultimate outcome is the victim of the situation is the one that gets, you know, erased in the memory and, and, and throughout the town. I telling. think
1: it, yeah, I think it's important that... Um... Beatrice, 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 mm-hmm. um, perceives Bojack as being Henrietta, and she when because when you get the when you get the early interactions of Beatrice just calling Bojack Henrietta, you don't know who Henrietta is at that stage, and you kind of perceive it's just like oh maybe Henrietta is like an old friend or something, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but you you find out that it, later it's the maid, which is really interesting because then you get this this idea that. Even though she... like, Because she was being friendly to Bojack as Henrietta... You get this idea that that's possibly what... That's sort of the... The sort of truth of how Beatrice perceived Henrietta. So when... So when she kind of pushed her to... You know, not have the baby... Or at least put up, put the baby up for adoption... You kind of get this element of... She did... She actively cared for Henrietta. Like, she didn't give a shit that... Henrietta was sleeping with her husband because she didn't. At that stage, she didn't care about her husband. Yeah, you know, like she didn't. She didn't even like get angry at her husband. She was just like, "Oh, you got her pregnant. That's "That's not fucking. That's fucking surprising. What a shock! Yeah, yeah. Like you, you got to tell her, and you want me to fix it. Oh, okay, cool, sure thing. Um, So I feel like there's an element that she really, really cared about Henrietta as a as a person. So you know, offering to pay for her. Her tuition, and like, but pushing her to sort of, you know, like, don't get stuck with this kid, and it, it's a weird thing where it's like, if she cared that much about Henrietta, but then she's projecting that onto Bojack, that kind of creates this weird idea where, you know, she stayed with the husband because of Bojack, because she, she, yeah, she, she, yeah, so she, she married him because she was pregnant. So really, her her reason for being there, and almost the reason for her meeting Henrietta was Bojack. So it's this weird cyclical nature of yeah, right. It's it's weird. It's complicated
0: and and weird. It's really hard.
1: And then it's just like yeah, why is the face blurred out? Is it you know yeah? Was it just a weird stylistic choice? But no, you know the. (laughs) I guess some
0: something that something to me and this isn't necessarily like a thread that runs throughout the whole show but i felt like in this season they kind of made a really good choice
1: not to address it directly well, then even beyond that the fact that after literally staring at garbage she then notices that oh that's not Her- that's not harriet that's bojack um right. literally while in like a dump she's just like oh hey bojack because, you know, Bojack Belong... It's it's like... Yeah, there's just like, a Like, does there. Bojack belong in the garbage? Which you're like, oh, hey, garbage! That reminds hey, that me reminds of, my of my son. son. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that, right? Because I, I think that...
0: I think, to me, and this might be like... I, I might be projecting onto the show, and that's kind of the point of it, but, like, there are points in your life and, like, when you meet people and you have relationships with people where you assume that the, their representation of you is one way in their head, but it's something else. Yeah. Right? So like you assume, oh, they think this about me, and you find out that actually they think they, or they, they think some version of this other truth that you didn't know about or you didn't perceive. And something that I think that because you get and they, they did this, they they done this a few times where you get an ending of an episode and you're like, oh shit, and then they do the next episode and you get context for it. I'm trying to think of what it was in season three, but they had like a big episode where they did that as well. Like, I um, can't think this of what season it was, the yeah. previous season. Season, season three because three. Uh, in this one it was the the beatrice episode but there was another one where it ended and then you got the context for the other person's perspective yeah i think um, in that
1: one it was it might have been um it would have been by but was it when bojack went off to fucking uh, when he just left for a bit was was that season two that I, I know you saw, like they do all the time it's it's always it's always yeah. when someone's driving yeah, and, and they you, get a phone call and they're like, sorry, I can't talk, and they hang up. Yes. You don't know why, but they come oh, back to it later. Do, yeah, yeah. That's, it's so that's, that's how they do it. And, and yeah.
0: they they do that in triplets. So you get the phone call and the hang up, and then you get the backstory for why the person hung up, and then the end point of that arc, and then you get the contextualization of the other character involved you get in that. the arc. other's
1: perspective. Yeah. And
0: what it does is it's like, th- this show is such a good reminder, and this is like, you know, re- I'm going to do a rant. We don't get political or anything, but we're, we're, we're in a time in history where it's important to recognize that. Things are more complex than they seem. There is right and wrong, but there is a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. But we have to not confuse right and wrong with, with, with like, you know, complex gray shit. And this show does a really good job of being like, hey, a lot of stuff that you think about people is, like, kind of complex and weird and wrong and just, you know, assume that other people have stuff going on always. Like, remember that you've got all this stuff going on in your head. Everyone else does as well you know there's, a, there's that good web uh, comic strip where it's like 20 people sitting on a train and one of them's on their phone reading a book or whatever and all the speech bubbles together are like look at these fucking sheep looking at their friends yeah. or whatever yeah right that. everyone thinks the same thing everyone thinks it yeah It's like so fucking chill out and realize that there's some gray stuff and i think that when you watch a show like this it has the same impact on me as something like Mad Men, where like you it it makes you realize stuff about being a person without being like this is how you should live your life. You gotta be You gotta be happy or whatever. The yeah. show isn't about happiness. It's about like
1: it kind of. It kind of just throws it throws you into situations, and especially now that we're in the fourth season, it throws you into situations with characters that you you have an expectation of how they're gonna act, and it and it so it's it's got these characters of these predefined dispositions, and you're like okay, and then it it generates conflicts and it just kind of like pings characters at the 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 fucking dartboard of conflict yeah and like then they land in certain areas and then it presents that to you as just it just says here's you know here's just the result and you look at it and go i guess yeah right like i guess you know you can see why they're there and you they've landed down there i guess and you know bojack's up there and it's like yeah, sure. Like it all makes sense. It kinda. makes sense when you when you show me where the darts land. It, ma- it makes sense in the in the way that
0: chaos makes sense because your yeah. brain is like good at patterns. It's the kind
1: of thing where it's just like you you look at that ball and you're like, I know where I land, and then right. s- and then all these other characters who you've spent you know what like three years now following are suddenly pinging in all these other places, and you're like,
0: Yeah, I guess I kind of. Like, kinda get it. Princess Carolyn takes like this hairpin turn in this season, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: She just kinda yeah, I think her arc in this is one of the most interesting because she kinda reverses Yeah, she she backtracks a lot of season three and kind of right. just falls back into the same old tracks. And I mean they were probably, you know, thinking, let's not, you know, let's not change Princess Carolyn too much. Um I think of all the characters, the the mo the characters that have changed the most are probably Todd and Bojack. Which is weird because they're normally the ones who don't change at lot. They went in like <laughs> opposite directions. They went in opposite directions, but you know, you've had Peanut Butter and Diane have come back to sort of early season one, where they have problems, and Princess Carolyn has come back to her sort of not comfortable, sort of like solo career focused position that she was. She's got nothing else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. BoJack, you know, again, no one really cried for BoJack in this season. And Todd is it's so. I guess still off clever. doing adventures.
0: Um, I, I want to say about BoJack because I feel like that's a good place to like wrap up. I guess, yeah. Um,
1: that's the name of the show.
0: It's name of the show. Um, and this I want to talk about this because I've talked about this like a uh, whole heap when we when, when we touch on a material that has like an addiction thing in it or like a mental health thing in it or whatever. Sure. I think something they do in this season really well is. In the previous seasons, they use Bojack's, like, alcoholism as, like, you know, he goes on a bender or he does something really dumb. Or it, there's some plot-related requirement for him to do something stupid, right? Yeah. In this, a lot of it is, like, just incidental, like, slice of life. This is what it's like to live with someone who drinks the way he does and behaves the way he does.
1: Yeah, they're not major plot points. They're, they're strings of character. So, like, yeah, when he... When he ret- noise. Yeah, like, when he retrieves the doll... That fell down the hill, and instead of giving it back, he goes to the bar with peanut butter. Yeah, you're and like peanut butter's like, should we hand it back? And he's like, yeah, after, we'll later. after a few drinks.
0: Of course, in your head, you were like, he's going to lose it, but he doesn't because that's not what the show is, right? Like, no, he's
1: that's just what. Yeah, yeah like he just any other show would, drink halfway yeah, through.
0: Any other show would be like, and then he got drunk and lost it. But this one yeah. is like, no, he, he's not stupid. Like he's not dumb. He just went to drink. He just had a, too many drinks. Yeah, yeah, and like that. That's a smart thing because what it ends up setting up is this idea that. <sighs> And this is something that I think representation struggles with, as far as like mental health and addiction, all that stuff. And I don't want to like fucking stand on, a... goddamn, what's the word for? Ugh, I'm so tired. What's the word for like a pedestal? But it's like a uh, soapbox. Soapbox. I want to stand in a soapbox and be like, addiction and TV is really misrepresented or whatever. But like a lot of the time, it's like tropian shit.
1: I think there are a few. There are a few like minor key things in this season that really uh, did well with the whole addiction thing, like his uh his panic purge. Mm-hmm. as you could call it where he finds out that um holly has been like drugged sort of consistently right. by um beatrice and he just kind of grabs Gets all rid his of, pills all and of flushes his pills them, which, which is, is like, like that's that's a purge like that's, and that's that makes sense that's People part do of that. the yeah that's part of the, the yeah, binge yeah, purge the, cycle the wave, of addiction yeah. like it's a thing you, you
0: you you go through that like week where you're like I'm not going to buy any alcohol, and I'm going to throw it all out. And throw it's it all just out.
1: and it's just a weird, just, yeah. And then you have like, like a
0: bad day at work, and you're back in, and you yeah. it, like, and that, that's how addiction works, right? And that was like such a smart people. People, you know, the, the way to read that normally is like, oh, well, he was upset about Hollyhock. It's like so yeah, he got that's rid true. of all
1: the amphetamines he thought she was taking. It's like, yeah, but also it's part of a larger. Yeah, it's a
0: bigger picture.
1: Issue. Yeah,
0: but the cool thing is, and this is why I love the show so much is they don't they don't solve. <laughs> His addiction they don't they don 't like put a ribbon on it, and be like now Bojack is fixed that're just like he 's slightly less miserable because <laughs> that 's how life works, yeah, which is like kind of a down note to end on, but i you know there 's enough shows going if you want like a happy ending, watch fucking the flash Or watch like you know friends fucking friends or watch fucking you're bold and the Beautiful. Watch whatever you want. That's the Big like,
1: Bang Theory.
0: Watch Young Sheldon, because they made that for some reason. Wait, what? The, the uh, TV show where it's, it's Kid Sheldon. It's Kid Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory, because they said how can we degrade... <laughs> Intelligent people more to regular is it, people. Let's is make it. it he's, he's, he's a kid in primary is school. It, is it the same actor's head, but oh, just on like CGI like onto oh. a tiny body? Oh, how good if he's <laughs> just on a small boy. Yeah. No, it's the and they c- 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 CBS. they hate the hate millennials. <sighs> um, fuck. They fucking made the great indoors. Why? Just leave us alone. We did nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I. You know, you can get happy endings anywhere. But to find a show that's complex and, and and interesting and different, there's a lot going. Like, we live in a good age of TV, I think, but... We live in a good age of
1: serialized
0: This is a good example shows. of how not to Game of Thrones something, right? Like, you get to a certain right. point and you maintain complexity. And this show did a really good job of being like, ooh, season three was really big. How do we make this one complex but different? And they did a really... Like, the execution on this is... <laughs> so amazing that i'm like you know th- yeah. two, two of my favorite shows and this should have given like younger me a nosebleed two of my favorite shows right now are both cartoons for adults right like what's the other uh, uh, one? rick and morty oh, okay. right the okay. fucking okay. most recent episode blew my goddamn mind uh, i mean like there's some stuff going on in in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in that's
1: in adult <laughs> i feel like at space. some point we will probably do another there's another one coming another don't R&M worry fucking strap in but like yeah.
0: that is crazy to me that mm. you have to put, like, we live in a world where, like, we're so fucked up that we have to put a filter of cartoon <laughs> and make people into horses to access our emotions mm. in a fucking TV program. Like, things are bad, yo.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have any rec- recommendations for this week?
1: you just going to drop that on me? I'm just...
0: a uh, Handbrake, hairpin turn. I'm going into it. It's uh,
1: the fucking no. Rick and Morty. Watch, like... Oh, just yeah. Just get onto it. Season episode 3. Episode 7? Episode 7. It's, when, it's the one where they go to Atlantis. It's, it's a good role. Buck wild. Um... <laughs> I am I, I look my my opinion of that episode mini mini review uh I'm glad that they're finally putting an actual antagonist in Rick and Morty uh, like an actual antagonist that like, isn't just Rick
0: I like you think that's going to pay off um it's Dan <laughs> Hellman writing it he's not doing that he's like he's like fuck you
1: he's um, going to kill him off in the
0: second uh, uh, episode yeah yeah he's, he's, he's the antagonist he's, is Rick he's, yeah, he's, okay. he's just never never going to come back um that's a very Dan Hellman thing to do uh, I've been, speaking of Dan Harmon, I've been listening to Harmontown, which is his podcast, that's my recommendation for this does
1: week. Does he, does, are his, are his, like, personal projects just Harmon noun Pretty much, well, Harman no. Quest, well, Harman, Harman Quest, Harmontown. Well, Quest is a
0: spin-off from Harmontown, um, but Harmontown is a podcast where he rants for, like, 40 minutes, and they play D&D for 40 minutes. Is it's it really just good. him? No, it's him and oh, his damn. friends. I, I, listened They're, I'd they're, listen they're, they're to the guy that vo- voices Mr. Peanutbutter, isn't it?
1: Uh, uh, fucking, pe- pe- pe-
0: pe- 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 uh,
1: something simmons no
0: um it's it's uh, spencer crittenden and he he's the dungeon master and mr peanut butter but it's great like it's really good and they're all live shows so there's like there's like kind of a nice vibe to them um they're very good so go check that out um is paul f Dave paul f Tonkins? yeah paul f Tonkins. got it um Oh, uh, no, wait, that's not who it is. It's the get, fucking no, other... get, that, no, that, he does Mr. Peanut peanut butter. Peanut butter. It's the other guy that's on the show. I can't fucking think of his name right now. Todd? It's not a uh, yeah, yeah. Bojack? No, Todd's fucking... Uh, Paul...
1: Uh... He's uh, Jesse from <sighs> Breaking Bad. Yeah, I can't think of his
0: name off the top of my head. Um, he's bad in Need for Speed. Um, he's in Need for Speed. Yeah, they made a film for some reason. Oh, yeah, there is a Need for Speed film. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, but it's that time of the week, Ben, because mm. I have to lie down. Mm. Why can people find us? Facebook. DCMWX you Social. YouTube. Uh, YouTube dot slash dcmworks Twitter Twitter no that's not what it is uh dcm underscore works I'm very tired at dcm underscore works
1: there you go you Patreon
0: we did a Patreon mid plug but I want to say like that podcast <laughs> is like I'm kind of fucking it's I, fun like, yeah, yeah I enjoy it's it. like there's a lot it's of a big spook. I I put a lot of work into the editing and I feel like. I'm really happy with it. I'm actually like, incredibly proud of how that show turns out. So if you guys do want to support that, make sure you go ahead over You put there. a lot
1: of work into the editing because I fuck up like every second sentence. It's hard. Ben does a lot of like, how do you say it? <laughs> Thrill- 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 ph- you're
0: philanthropic. And I'm like, do you mean philanthropic? You're like, no, philanthropic. And I'm like, um. So go check that out. Make sure if you're listening to the audio... Um, you can follow us on Twitter or go to our YouTube to find our video content. We do a gameplay see our pretty once a week. We do a live pretty, stream pretty every faces. Sunday morning. Um, didn't do one last week because of technical reasons. Australia, we play that Australian Ugh. hates the internet. Yeah, we're doing PUBG at the moment. It will eventually be something else when we get bored of at that, which maybe never. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, Ben. I'm at DCM my Hate Pie. I'm at literal citrus. And we will see you guys next week. Ugh it was
1: probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes part. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had
0: fun in bits. There were fun bits.
1: We, f- a, we went and bought a value pack of straps.
0: Oh my god, bread. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about Storytelling.